podcast. Welcome to the Auto Parent Podcast with my mom. Well, well, well. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Auto Parent Podcast, episode 43. It's been a little bit of a minute. We took a two-week hiatus to highlight some of our previous episodes, remind you where you've been and the goodness that the Auto Parent Podcast has given to us so far in 40 weeks of podcasts. That is crazy and insane and amazing and awesome. We are back on the airwaves this week with a brand new episode. I am so excited and I want to just go ahead and get right into it. I want to I hit you with a parenting fail right up top. So I had to take a phone call. It was a church-related phone call. I was in my bedroom taking this phone call. I knew it was going to last maybe five, seven minutes. So I'm taking the phone call, and everything gets quiet. And parents, you know. You know what, what that means when things get quiet? It's never good. So I get off the phone, and I come out the door, and there's a tiny person waiting for me. And he says, Mommy, guess what? And I was like, What? And he said, I built. Yeah. Speaking of the devil, he says, Mommy, I built an aquarium. And I was like, Oh, no, 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 no. Immediately, no. And I come out here and I see that he's taken one of my organizational bins, which is large. He's taken every cup out of the cupboard, filled it up with water because he knows that he can't take the bin, fill it up with water and carry it because it's too heavy. So he took every single cup out of the cupboard and is like systematically filling up this bin of water with like eight cups, fills it up, takes a Kool-Aid packet that's blue, dumps it in there, and then puts all of his cars and trucks in this aquarium. And it's sitting on the windowsill for me to see. And I immediately was mad. I immediately was mad because I had just been on the phone for five minutes. And this was a long week. And this was like the seventh or eighth thing that he had done. And it was one of those days where like it happens in sequence where he does something. And while I'm cleaning it up, he does something else. And while I'm cleaning that up, he does something else. Oh my gosh, this was like the seventh thing. All I wanted to do was have a five minute conversation and he built an aquarium in the windowsill. And so I responded to him negatively and you could just see the pride escape his face. And it was awful and sad. I corrected in the moment, thankfully, but yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if you've ever had an aquarium built in your living room, but if you have, I would love to hear about it. <laughs> so that's our parenting fail for the week. Our parenting confession for the week is just that like... <laughs> I was out somewhere. It was an evening where Greg came home from work and was like, I'll take the boys, go do something. And so I went to do something. I don't remember what I was doing. It was about 7.30 and I got back in the car and I was headed back home and I was like, oh, I wonder if I should go home or if I should stop and get coffee or if there's something else I can do. And so I texted Greg and said, hey, are the boys asleep? And he said, yes. And I immediately decided, okay, I'm going to go home 
And then I realized that if he had said no, the boys were not asleep, I would not have gone home, y'all. I would not have. It was just a day. It it had been a week. And I just needed some time. But it was funny because, like, it's a confession now, but, like, it was so kind of, like, I don't know. I wasn't even actually intending to make that decision on purpose. It just was, like, in post-processing, I realized (laughs) That had he said the kids were still awake, it would have gone a different way. And I mean, let's just balance this out because for every one of those, there is, there's one of yesterday, which is a 12 hour Sunday, which yesterday was extended even longer. It was almost 15 hours I was away from home. And so when I got home and the boys were asleep, I was devastated. And then we woke up this morning and I got to see the boys. It was like beautiful. And I miss them so much. And so, yeah, like it's, it's, it's all of it. Remember, auto parent family, it's all of it all the time. And that's kind of the beauty and the and the brutal part of it. And so, yeah. So that's my confession for the week. My parenting win for the week is that my six-year-old has been introduced to RuPaul's Drag Race and he is living, living for it, honey. Like he calls the runway Uh, when they do runway, he calls it show-off time. And so when he sees the judges and Rue like sitting at the table and the music starts playing, he goes, mommy, is it show-off time? And it is amazing. (laughs) It is amazing. The best part though, is that he's such a heart person and, and he's asked so many beautiful and amazing questions about the art of drag and what it is and and what it does. And I'm doing my best to sort of like answer his questions and pull from good like resources and, and people with experience. And so anyway, RuPaul's Drag Race has been such a win in my family this past week. In fact, we were watching the finale of All Stars 4, no spoilers. And well, first of all, let me just say, if you haven't watched All Stars 4, what are you doing with your life? It's so amazing. So anyway, we're watching the finale. He was like, let's stay up, let's make popcorn, let's like watch the finale. And he was so excited. And then he fell asleep like 20 minutes before they announced the winner. And I tried to like wake him up and he was not budging. And so the first thing he said, he did one of those things that kids do where they like hover over your bed until you wake up. And then when you wake up, you're like scared shitless because they're just standing there staring at you. So he did that. And as soon as I opened my eyes, the first words out of his mouth, who won Drag Race? Who won Drag Race? So anyway, subtle plug for Drag Race and All Stars 4. That's my parenting win for the week. I would love to remind you that if you have parenting wins, fails, confessions, you can share those with the podcast. You can do so via voice memo. We would love to like plug you right into the podcast or you can type them out to us on Instagram and Twitter at AutoParent. And now it's time to do a little something different. For the last several weeks, it has just felt like one thing after another. The first week that we decided to do a look back, I had like a really severe allergic reaction to to a food, something that I ate that I still don't know what it was. And it was awful. (laughs) It was awful. My lips and my face were so swollen that I couldn't even talk. So like I literally couldn't even do this podcast, which gives me so much joy. So that happened two weeks ago. It just seems like it has been one more thing after the other, after the other since then. And I don't know if you're in a period of stress 
or transition or anxiety, or if you feel like things are finally getting into a groove, I have noticed with me that October means that the holidays are looming. And so any sort of goodness and excitement that I felt during August and September about like a new school year starting and all all that kind of stuff. Um, When October rolls around, the darkness kind of descends. I know you've probably noticed that it's darker in the morning and that, you know, daylight savings time is coming again. And yeah, it just, things start to feel slower, darker, like there's just something looming. So I don't know if you're feeling that, but I will tell you that I'm feeling that. There's just a lot going on in our our lives right now, particularly in mine, and um, we've just been kind of struggling to keep up. Our situation has changed as well. We had enrolled Riggs in school, and then he was diagnosed and tested positive with COVID. And this school that we had enrolled him in, their policy was that if he tested positive, he couldn't return or start school for 90 days after his positive COVID test. And my response to that was like, you mean when his immunity is gone? Like, this is not based in science. It makes no sense. And they were like, yeah, well, this is our policy. We're doing it out of an abundance of caution, et cetera, et cetera. And so because of that, Riggs has been in a phase where he has been home with me during the day. So I've been trying to work and manage meetings and take phone calls and he's building aquariums. And it has just been a whole, whole process. And I realized recently that it was getting more and more difficult for me to take 45 minutes, just 45 minutes a week to do therapy without him distracting me. And so I think because he can sense What's happening in therapy is really meaningful and important, and it's taking the entirety of my attention. That was his moment. That was his moment. (laughs) Honey, lights have flipped on, center stage. What can I do to distract and, and pull mom's focus out of the computer just for those 45 minutes? And so thankfully, I have a beautiful and amazing and wonderful friend who has said, I will take this child for 45 minutes a week so that you can sit in therapy. And so that was something that I needed that I had to ask for because I could have just kept going in that same pattern. And I would have, I wouldn't have been able to sort of process all of these things that I said are happening in my life right now. And so that's a really important thing to understand what we need and to be able to ask for it. Pastor Kelly preached a sermon this week about Bartimaeus and Bartimaeus who is blind and identified as a beggar. And Jesus says, what do you need? And Bartimaeus says, I need to see. I need to see. Bartimaeus knew what he needed and asked for it. And Jesus gave Bartimaeus his sight. And that is not to say that like those who are blind need to see physically. That is to say that sometimes we need to know what our needs are so that we can boldly ask for them. And this is what Pastor Kelly was saying this Sunday that was so, so meaningful to me, that is so important for parents. We need to know what we need. 
And we need to be able to ask for it because if we don't, I don't know how any of us would survive. I really don't. It's hard out here, as they say. (laughs) It's hard out here. And so that is just our short message for this week. Figure out what you need. Figure out a way to ask for it. If I can help you with that, feel free to email me, kc at foundryumc.org, and ask, ask, and we'll figure it out together as a community because that's what we do. And friends, <laughs> I um, just a just a moment of reality. I'm looking at my three, almost four year old, who pushed a chair over to the counter. Yep, pushed a chair over to the counter, climbed up on the counter, has is taken all the spare change out of the cupboard and putting it in a cup one at a time. So I don't know if you've been hearing coins clink in a cup, but that is what's happening right now (laughs) in this moment. So I want you to know, I want you to know if you are experiencing more stress, more anxiety, more obligation, if you're in a period of transition, if any of those things are resonating with you in this moment, you're not alone. That's what this entire podcast is for, for solidarity and for this hope that God is with us no matter what. And I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Auto Parent Podcast. We're going to leave you with a parent mantra, something you can say to yourself or to your partner just to know that you're not alone. Your mantra for this week is, I know what I need. I know what I need. Because friends, if we don't believe that, it's going to be really hard to convince our kids. And remember this, you don't have to be an auto parent to be a good one. I've been your host, Pastor KC. You can follow me on Twitter at RevKCVC. Join us next week, same time, same place. You can find out more information about Foundry United Methodist Church by visiting our website, www.foundryumc.org. If you're specifically looking for information about our family ministries department or our offerings for parents, you can find those at www.foundryumc.org slash family ministries.